This is the Nearside Low Podcast, brought to you by Missouri Water Polo. For all highlights, scores, and updates, please visit www.mowaterpolo.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at Nearside Low, or Instagram at Nearside Low underscore podcast. Here we are on the Near Side Low podcast. Uh, this might be episode three or four. Uh, Ray and I would personally like to apologize to everyone. Uh, unfortunately, I went on spring break vacation, so uh, I was gone for a while. And then, as most of us know, uh, Easter weekend was, I guess, last weekend. And uh, Ray and I dabbled with the idea of recording Saturday or Sunday, but uh, we weren't able to get around to it. We were too busy stuffing our faces with, I don't know, Cadbury eggs. And Ray, what's your favorite Easter candy? <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll I'll eat it all. I uh, even peeps. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know about peeps. But <laughs> hell, he was ever put on my plate. All right, well that's good. That's good. Anyhow, so we uh, we settled on uh, Tuesday night, and here we are. The wind is blowing. I'm worried my house is going to blow away right now. But um, so we apologize for being gone for so long. But we are here, and uh, we want to talk polo. So uh, Nearside Low Podcast. Uh, we hope everyone got an opportunity to listen to. I think our last upload which was about a week or so ago with Coach Art Lambert. Um, I've not gotten a chance to speak to Coach since we've uploaded, but I look forward to chatting with him again, and uh, maybe we'll have him on at, at some other later date this season. But if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to that one, it's a good one. He's an old guy, but he knows a lot about polo and has a lot of good stories. Would you agree, Ray? I would agree. All right, good. Um, so anyhow, uh, as we always like to start our podcast out, we'd like to start out with our question of the week. Uh, one thing that I think Ray and I have both noticed is We've been struggling to get any kind of responses um, on our question of the week. So uh, we had to game plan, and Ray came up with a pretty good idea that we're going to try for this week. So, Ray, I'm going to let you talk about not only the question of the week, but how we're going to get answers to the question of the week. All right. So uh, this week begins the first of the major tournaments of the high school season. Uh, with this week, the Founders Cup kicking off over at Ladue High School. So uh, this week we're going to do a Twitter poll, and... Uh, you can just follow us on Twitter at Nearside Low, and we're going to have a poll. So all you have to do is just click which team you think is going to win the Founders Cup. So uh, we'll give you some options. We're going to talk about the teams participating in the Founders Cup uh, here in a little bit. Um, but uh, go out, find that tweet on Twitter, and vote. We'd love to hear who you think is going to win. Now, as a uh, Ray, how old are you? Uh, I am 28. You're 28, and I'm 36. We might not be as hip as a lot of you younger listeners out there. So, you know, I know in talking to some of my athletes, they don't they don't all have Twitter. They're big into Instagram. So we're going to try this Twitter poll, and we hope that a lot of our listeners have Twitter, and we urge you to go ahead and, and vote there. If not, then I guess it'll be, it'll be back to the drawing board next week for our question of the week. But hopefully this one will work out. So it's at Nearside Low, so please follow us, and I'll try and figure out how to set up a – a tweet poll. Ray claims it's pretty easy, so hopefully my, my old self will be able to figure it out. So that's our question of the week. Who do you think is going to win the Founders Cup? And again, we'll, we'll touch on that a little bit later. Uh, next thing we want to talk about is a little bit about water polo in the news. Um, I don't know if suddenly STL Today really, really, really likes water polo, uh, but I feel like there have been a lot of articles and, and photos um, that have been updated uh, just in the past couple of weeks. I feel like we've been away for so long. But off the top of my head, I know there was a STL Today article um, kind of 
uh, highlighted SLU and then some of the teams that are kind of chasing after SLU, Ledoux, Lindbergh, and Parkway West. Um, I know West County News Magazine had a really interesting article on the SLAP club team, and there, so there were some good interviews there or good good uh, quotes there from Miguel. Um, and I know West County News Magazine is going to have a preview of some of the West County water polo teams um, by Warren Mays. Uh, looking again at STL today, there was a good article on Oakville and Melville. There was a good article on Marquette versus Lafayette. And then tons and tons and tons of um, photos put together by, I think, Paul Kopsky. And most of the articles are written by, I think, Greg Uptain. So um, if you don't visit stltoday.com, definitely go there uh, and click on the high school link and sports water polo, and you kind of get to read about some of the stuff that's going on in the area. Um, Coach, you got anything you want to add to that? Nope. Uh, follow Greg Uptain at Greg STL HSS on Twitter, and uh, yeah, really great to see all the all the articles being written about water polo this year. Right. Um, so you know, we were uh, Parkway West was on uh, spring break the past I guess week as I mentioned, so uh, we didn't have too much going on. But you know, following Twitterverse there as I like to do, um, it looked like there were some interesting highlights um, of some I guess tournaments that we wanted to talk about a little bit. You want to hit on the JV one first, and then the varsity one next. Sure. So uh, the second JV tournament of the season was the Lafayette JV Invite, which was held, um, I believe, the 23rd and 24th of March. Um, that featured Lafayette, Oakville, Chaminade, Marquette, Summit, and DeSmet, all their JV squads. Um, it looked like there wasn't a championship game, but Lafayette and Oakville both went 2-0 and um, and won their respective portions of, of the pool. So um, another really solid JV tournament. Um, great to see all those teams participating. All right, and then moving on, I know there was a uh, we had a, we had one team again travel up to Chicago, and that was SLU. And traditionally, I think they've been going to the York tournament for, I mean, what five six years now, maybe longer. Yeah, it's been a few years up at York. So uh, last podcast we talked a little bit about uh, some of the teams that had gone up the previous weekend, including Parkway West, Parkway Central, uh, Lindbergh, among others. Um, so SLU went up on March 23rd and 24th to the York invite. He got to play as well. Some of the top teams in Chicago, uh, they went three and one overall in the tournament and ended up, uh, winning the tournament. Um, so great performance by them. They beat New Trier, which was the 21st team in Illinois, St. Ignatius, the number eight team in Illinois. They beat, uh, number three Lions, um, in a seven to six sun death overtime. And they lost to Loyola, um, Shortly after that Lions game, by a score of four to three, um, definitely showing a, a fatigued uh, both Slew and Loyola based on that score. But um, great weekend for Slew. Uh, Nick Mattingly had a great week, uh, scored eleven of Slew's thirty-one goals, um, and was named by the Post Dispatch to be an Athlete of the Week. Um, great weekend for Joe Jelinek and uh, John McCabe, Slew's goalie. So um, great showing by Slew, um, and as well, I mean, we talked previously about Parkway West to Smet. Um, Lindbergh playing well up in Chicago. Um, SLU once again also showed that they can play with some of the top teams in Chicago. Um, so just kind of foreshadowing uh, some of the teams coming down that have been invited in a couple weeks, and also once again showing that our St. Louis teams uh, play well against the Chicago teams. Exactly, and that's uh, 
That's fun to see. As I always say, as I mentioned earlier, I'm always a little bitter that we never got to go test our metal in my my youth up in Chicago. But, you know, is what it is. So, um, And I don't think there's really any other games we wanted to touch on too much, but we wanted to talk about the week ahead and I guess the... Uh, the big, the the first big varsity tournament that's coming up, obviously that's in town that you already mentioned, is the Founders Cup. And Ray, do you have any idea why it's called the Founders Cup? Uh, maybe because it's it was started by the founders of water polo in St. Louis, exactly. Missouri. Yes, that is correct. So that's kind of why it's got its uh, clever name. And it used to be kind of an invite tournament where the original founders teams invited someone else to come and play but i think in years past it's kind of moved past that a little bit and so they continually ask teams to come um parker west has been involved with it i want to say for the last maybe four or five years and we've really really enjoyed it ladu's a pretty good facility Um, we've actually gotten to play some games at the clayton rec center um, which was kind of cool to see at, at one point i don't think there's any games this year there but um so let's talk about some of the teams ray i know you've got a list of who all is going to be there yeah, so uh, this year the Founders Cup is going to take place exclusively at Ladue starting on Thursday. So uh, there's 12 teams participating this year, so a good number of the teams in the top 10 will be there um, and definitely putting together some good matchups. So those teams include CBC, Chaminade, Clayton, DeSmet, Ladue, Parkway North, Marquette, Parkway Central, Panville, Kirkwood, Parkway West, and Summit. So um, four four groups of three. Um, that will eventually come forward to play a championship game on Saturday evening. Right. Uh, and so any any thoughts, Ray, looking ahead? At, I, I'm sure you, I mean, I, I think I kind of know the pools in my head, who's in pool A, who's in pool B, and C and D. Um, right off the bat in A and B, I notice Ledoux is in A, I think, and in in Dismet's in B. And I think that uh, that will definitely be a potential matchup that we'll see maybe earlier on Saturday um, between those two teams to potentially get into the championship. Uh, we've played both of them, and I think they're both, you know, obviously we lost Ledoux, and we kind of snuck by DeSmet. So it, I think that's a, that's a game definitely to look forward to. Yeah, regardless of what happens, I mean, that, that, or what time that game is played, that's going to be one that's going to have implications for the top ten, but also very telling to see um, where Ledoux and DeSmet stand uh, for the season moving forward. Right, okay. And then uh, on the other side of the bracket, uh, Parkway West um, will be in, uh, I think, grouping C, I believe. Um, and on, the, on that side of the, the, the pool, um, you also have teams like Marquette, Parkway Central, and Kirkwood. So, um, and once again, all, all three of those teams in the latest top ten poll. Um, so, uh, so it'll be interesting to see who matches up against who, and uh, then from those from those two games, see who ends up in the championship. Which I think once again will also be very telling moving yeah, forward. Yeah, it should be it should be good, exciting. It'll be a good test. If you don't have anything going on Saturday night, we urge you to come out to Ladue. It's a good facility, and uh, you'll probably be able to watch some high level water polo. Hopefully, so that's that. Uh, any other games so, that you want to go ahead, Ray? So, and then I will touch on, we're recording here on Tuesday night, um, and a little bit earlier tonight, I was over um, at Lindbergh High School to watch uh, Lindbergh take on SLU, which was um, another interesting matchup. SLU's ranked number one right now, Lindbergh's ranked number three, um, and SLU High came away with the 10-4 to 4 lead, 10-4 win. Um, just general observations, uh, SLU's defense uh, did a really good job against Lindbergh. I thought uh, Lindbergh's goalie had a very nice game as well. Uh, slew had a lot of one uh, no chances or chances in front of the net, and um, Lindbergh goalie made some really nice saves. Um, 
is why I mean, it just generally kept the ball out of the back of the net um, a lot of times for SLU. So um, it's a fun game. I think uh, I think both sides ten to four. Uh, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how those teams for sure meet again later in the season. How how they'll do, but um, ten to four SLU over Lindbergh tonight. All right. All right. Good. Um, okay. Uh, I guess moving on, uh, Ray. I think it's official. The fast break forum is dead. <laughs> Uh, we've, we've got people already posting about offensive player of the year, or defensive player of the year, but nobody really seems to respond to anything. So, uh, I don't know. Somebody, uh, somebody prompt something and, and let's get a discussion going. I think we've talked about starting water polo a week early, uh, among other things. So we haven't heard too much. So, you know, maybe people are, are tired of STL today. It's a possibility. Although I go on there on occasion and hit refresh, you know, to see if anyone's responded, but we don't seem to get too much. Um, I mean, other, other other topics of note that we'll be talking about in the coming weeks are, so uh, Missouri will be hosting the J.O. qualifiers this summer, uh, in the middle of June. So we're going to have teams coming down from all over the Midwest, uh, Chicago, Michigan. Um, still finalizing details, but likely, and we'll, we'll talk about this um, in coming podcasts, but likely we're going to have some games at MICDS, Kirkwood, and McKendree. Um, if anybody has any thoughts on things they'd like to see, um, we're in charge of organizing this. So um, if you would like us to have a, a parent referee clinic or if you would like us to try and get an Olympian to come in and help run some clinic during the qualifier, I mean, those are things that um, things that we could discuss. Um, also this year, uh, we've discussed that uh, we're going to have new people entering the Missouri Water Polo Hall of Fame. So f- since the last couple of years, we have not had anyone enter the Hall of Fame. And this Ray, year, how, we're actually... How do, we, how do we spell your last name again? So if we want to write for right, you. Right, yeah. right. I'm too young to be eligible. But, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, but uh, so we're going to be having uh, people nominated. We're going to induct new people into the Hall of Fame. Uh, go out to Missouri Water Polo's website and check out the list of people that are already in the Hall of Fame. But... Um, it would, I mean, also be interesting to hear some people discussing, especially amongst the athletes, people that have watched over the last 10, 15, 20 years, um, who are some of the athletes you think that um, were among the best that played in Missouri? Good, good. And and then I guess I'd like to add, like, you know, and, and the forum would be a good, you know, good place to discuss what – what are Ray and I not doing that some of you that listen want to hear? Like, is there is there some segment you want to hear more about? Are there people you want to hear more about? Are there people you want us to call and interview more often? I mean, we, we want to know these things because we want to give, as another podcast I listen to, we want to give the people what they want, and you guys are the people. Um, so let us know in some form or another. And you, again, as I always say, do not be afraid to come and talk to Ray and I poolside. We love we love to chatter about water polo and uh, we love to meet new people too. So something to think about. Um, so that's kind of fast break forum stuff, and we usually wrap up. We don't have a guest this week, so we usually wrap up with the top ten. Um, you want to zip through that, Ray, and we'll kind of throw our thoughts in there. Yeah. So the top ten's been bouncing all over the place. So the week three top ten came out on Sunday, and SLU has remained at number one, eight and one overall. Uh, their one loss coming in Chicago. Um, I guess after tonight, they're now nine and one. Um, Lindbergh has played them the closest yet of anyone in St. Louis. Uh, slew winning ten to four. Uh, Ledoux is ranked second currently. They were ranked three the previous week. Ledoux's only played three games thus far. Um, so after the Founders Cup this weekend, it'll be definitely a good chance to get to see more of them and a better idea how 
um, how their team's looking. Uh, Lindbergh uh, is number three. They're up from number four. Uh, they're six and four overall, um, three and two in St. Louis. Uh, played Slew tonight, um, and then had that tough game against Parkway West, uh, ten to nine. Um, <laughs> a loss in overtime a couple weeks ago, but um, I mean, w- watching them tonight, uh, I mean, we all talk about Mason White, who's currently the uh, point leader in Missouri, but they've got a very nice supporting cast and a solid goaltender um, over there as well. Uh, so number four is Parkway West, who uh, <laughs> who who fell from uh, second to fourth without playing any games uh, this past week. Yeah, we must not um, be well liked, Coach. Although I don't know <laughs> if we deserve that second seed after we lost to lost to Ledoux anyway. So. Um, so Parkway West seven and two overall, five and one in Missouri. Um, strong wins over Desmet and Lindbergh. Uh, lost to Ladue. So uh, once again, more games from Parkway West this weekend. Uh, Desmet uh, was number five, up one for number six. Uh, they are two and two in Missouri. Um, so coach, uh, they're a sleeper. We got to put the pressure on uh, on Taylor there. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to surprise some people. <laughs> Uh, at the end of the year, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, and, and maybe even I got the vibe. I feel like some people felt like there was going to be a drop off for them this year, but, uh, cause they lost, I think was it Ben Kinnison who was really, really good, but, ah, uh, they might be, they might be better than they were last year. Uh, you know, so the thing, the thing about DeSmet is, uh, I, I mean, they've played a number of games already, a few where they've been missing players. So, I mean, they're, they're getting a lot of good experience and I, I saw them play against Slu, and I was I was very impressed with um, their attitude and the way they played. So, so no, hey, um, Taylor, no pressure. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> um, so, this at number five, and then moving down the list, Parkway South at six, Parkway Central at seven, Kirkwood at eight, MICDS at nine, who actually will have their first game of the season this week, and then Marquette rounds out the top ten at number ten. Of those ten in the top ten. Only two teams held their position from the previous week. So um, a lot of movement, which is great to see. It means these games, these upcoming week, mean a lot. Right, good. Well, and it's, you know, what I think is, you know, another kind of interesting aspect listing all those teams is, like, the different styles and dynamics of how all those teams play. Um, you know, I just as you listed Parkway Central, Parkway South, and Kirkwood, like, we played Kirkwood the other night, and Kirkwood is a really, really young team. Uh, and they've got a lot of kids that, you know, they got a freshman starting and I think a sophomore starting. And, you know, they, they don't run a, a typical, you know, two meter, you know, camp out in front of the goal. And so, but then when you play Parkway Central, they have a phenomenal two meter, uh, in, uh, Katsu Gavin, I think is his name. Um, and so they run a more traditional kind of offense. So it's just kind of fun to see the dynamics of how teams match up with each other and play against each other. And it'll be fun to see it shake out. I still think that, um, that, you know, uh, I mean, I you know maybe after the top two or three, I feel like there's a lot of teams that could that could beat a lot of other teams on any given day. And uh, we've already talked about the Founders Cup this upcoming weekend, but uh, the following weekend we've got the Desmet invite and the Lafayette MICDS invite. So um, this next podcast, we're going to have a lot to talk about, not only with the games this this weekend for the Founders Cup, but with upcoming games. Um, and I promise next week we will have a guest, uh, which we're going to be starting next week uh, with all the spring breaks and all the other things. Um, we just did these by ourselves, these last two, but uh, we've got some people coming up, which I know you'll be excited to hear. So I'm uh, looking forward to having them on. All right. So that's uh, our Nearside Low podcast for this Tuesday evening. We hope you enjoy listening. This is Charlie. 
This is Ray. And we are signing off.